Come to Counselor Find, a podcast for counselors past and present, finding their way in faith and current culture. We are your hosts, Shrek and Shopvac, also known as Terry and Zach. Welcome, everybody. We're really glad you're here, and uh, we are ready to rock for another week. Um, excited to push into this. I can't believe it's episode 14. Mm-hmm. So here we are. And uh, this week, we're going to be answering one of your questions that uh, came in. Yeah. Uh, the question was? Um, we had a question about how to have a purpose-filled gap, gap year, essentially. Yeah. Um, and then kind of, what about places like YWAM or Cape and Ray slash Torchbearers or other um, Bible institutes or programs right. like that? Yeah, yeah. So we're going to go through some of that stuff. Sure. I'm excited about this. I've looked into this a few times over the years mm-hmm. um, just to see what's out there and around when people ask me. And um, yeah, so it's been good going back through it all again and seeing what's still there mm-hmm. in COVID, uh, how some of these programs have adapted and adopted new strategies. Um, yeah. So when we start off with um, specifically Cape and Ray slash Torchbearers, Okay. Um, and YWAM. Okay. Because I think that's um, that's definitely the most popular things to they do really around are. here. Yeah. And um, there's been some questions as far as like, are they legit? Or is there any issues with beliefs or teaching? Or right? Should I do it or should I not? Right. So let's talk about that for a bit. Sure. Um, we know a bunch of people that have done both. Mm-hmm. Uh, people from camp and community and churches that have done these things. I guess um, for the record, we, neither of us have done either. No, I have not. No. Uh, for the record, have not done either one. Right. Um, I was saying to you earlier, growing up, it wasn't even on our radar. Mm. Like growing up in the city, this wasn't on our radar. But I had all these friends at Woodside and Wallenstein, and it was like something they all had to do. <laughs> they went to... Uh, Cape and Ray in England, or they uh, went to a YWAM, or they did um, like a Course Lakes Bible School, mm-hmm. so one year Bible school type program. Right. Growing up, and when I looked at it, everyone's like, "Yeah, you're not going to like this. <laughs> Those are not for you." Um, one, the cost was huge. Right. And I couldn't afford it. Um, but I also wasn't really interested in that short term type of uh, mission experience or Bible school. Okay. So let's get into YWAM slash Mm -hmm. Cape and Ray. So Cape and Ray normally is called Cape and Ray, meaning um, all of the torchbearer locations, which um, some of them are called Cape and Ray. One in England, Canada, uh, I think Australia, New Zealand, there's a few different ones that are called Cape and Ray. Okay. I think most of us use that term broadly to mean all the torchbearer schools. Okay. so, like, from what you know, secondhand slash research, what what would you say the difference between Cape and Ray and YWAM would be? Or do you want to just go through the history of each? Or what do you well, want to hear? Like Cape and Ray, I would call a short-term Bible program. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would consider YWAM to be a short-term mission program. Okay. Uh, their focus is very different. One is, um, like, they're both would call themselves discipleship programs, but right. one is really looking at like Cape and Ray is looking at how do we dig into the Bible and learn something uh, in a communal aspect, you know, and it's going to give you that um, kind of that evening feel of being at camp. Mm-hmm. You're in a Bible, small Bible school kind of setting like we, 
YWAM would be more from, from experience, from watching my friends and, and uh, staff members go through it. Uh, people I know that have been a part of it. For the most part, they're looking at their, I think they're called DTS mm-hmm, programs. They they're short. They're either four or six months where you go and you learn in a class setting for eight weeks or 10 weeks. And you're kind of learning uh, skills that you will take with you. So it is discipleship training, but it's really skills that you're going to take with you into a missions trip. Mm. And then you spend the last eight to 10 weeks in a missions trip. Right. Going to one or two or six places around the world. Um, So, you know, you start off in Texas and then you're going to fly to Namibia and, you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Bangkok, and then you're going to spend time in those two places doing missions or street work or working with homeless or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of my understanding of the two programs. I okay. don't know how you would no, put it. Yeah, the same. <laughs> um, looking, so, looking at them, both have like international and continental experiences. Yeah. So there's YWAMs in Canada, you could stay here, or YWAMs in continental North America where you could stay and do everything. And same with Cape and Rays. Like, I think there's one in Quebec. There's one in Vancouver. Um, I think there's a couple torchbearer schools throughout the U.S., Mexico, into Central America. Like, you could stay continental. You don't right. have to go international. What are some of the potential negatives of these schools? <sighs> You've talked about the positives. So, I think for me, the biggest hesitation I have with you know, giving advice to, to people is, um, with torchbearers, with cape and rays, it's the cost. Uh-huh. It's, it's a really expensive, uh, Bible learning experience. Some of them are not so bad. Some of them are really short term. Right. Um, Malcolm did, I think it was four weeks or six weeks in, um, Sweden. Okay. So it was a really intense four-week program or six-week program that they run out of Sweden. Uh, or And I think the school in Japan is like that. And so there are some short-term Cape and Ray ones. Right. But again, your cost, you got to get flights, you got to get over there. Uh, you're paying room and board for, you know, six weeks or um, six months. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's all U.S. dollars. It's, it's, it adds up quick. Right. Uh, that would probably be the one negative there is like, and especially Cost. in COVID, you yeah. can't travel Canada. Okay. Thank you. Uh, with YWAM, I think you're, you're looking at, um, it's really decentralized. Mm. So you're really with YWAM. I look at it. Uh, there's two things, I guess. One is that it's really decentralized in that each director and and center is going to have its own feel and flavor. Right. So you could have a director that's really focused on, I just want you to dig into the Bible and really experience the Holy Spirit. Whereas you get to the next one, it's like, we want you to have a great time. You've never been in Australia. We're just going to have fun for for six weeks. Right. And we're going to do some Bible studies and stuff and learn about God, but it's it's more of an adv- have fun. Right. So it's touristy. Or this one is more adventure oriented. We're just going to camp for six weeks and we're going to mm. do outback trips and we're going to get into the bush and... um or you're in, in Europe. And so I think it, it, they can be really, they take on the flavor of their director more than like a Cape and Ray is going to have like a central committee that says, this is what we teach and this is how we're doing it. Here's your speakers for the years. We found these you know, right. world-class teachers to do these different things. 
where the YWAMs are really localized and central. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you could get some really weird stuff. And I've, I've <laughs> come across that in my experience. Uh, even when I was in high school and through college, you know, people that had done YWAM trips and they came back from the center, they're like, yeah, I left early. It was not what mm-hmm. I was advertised. It was not Christian experience at all. Mm-hmm. It wasn't anything that was building my faith. It would, you know, it had lost its, its way. Right. Um, so you have to be really careful about the centers you go to. The other thing is they really push themselves. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I know most people come back from a DTS and like, I need to go back and do a one year program. I need to go back and do this thing. And it's like be a staff member I have to go, I have <clears throat> yeah. to really reinvest in. And, and it's all about fundraising with YWAM, right? Mm-hmm. With Cape and Ray is like, you pay for this. Right. It's your money and you're investing in yourself. And that's great. Whereas with YWAM, if it's your money and you're investing in yourself, that's great. But they really push the fundraising idea too. And so if you're doing a missions trip, go do a missions trip and fundraise for a missions trip. If you're going to invest in you and then, and, and become a missionary, then become a missionary. But if you're just doing these Bible schools, right. I, I don't know why you're fundraising for that. That would be a mm-hmm. hard thing for me. Yeah. I, th- I found it difficult that they actually encourage people or they don't encourage people. I know that in some places you're allowed to show up without having your funds for the entire thing. Those people will come and they won't have their funds paid yet to go on the outreach trip, like the missions trip. And then they encourage you to fundraise while you're there to fundraise back home. Right. But like if you're halfway across the globe and you're asking people for money, like that can be tough. And maybe people like, like why should someone give you money if they're right. just asking you over Facebook or whatever? So stuff like that can make it difficult. Um, I, I think where I really struggle with that, yeah, that's, I, I agree completely. I yeah. struggle with that with YWAM for sure. Mm-hmm. There are mission agencies where you can do short-term missions trips. Yeah. If you're interested in doing missions trips. Right. And like your purpose is to serve in your gap year. You really want to get that missionary experience where you're thinking maybe someday I want to be a missionary. I want to try something Then go be a missionary. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where I've missed I sometimes miss the point, but that said, I know many people that have had fantastic YWAM experiences Yeah, where it's really stretched their faith. It's grown them. They've made lifelong friends. Mm-hmm. They've done things that have shaped their schooling and their direction beyond because they're like, wow, I see so many hurting people. I really want to, you know, go into medicine so I can help the hurting people that I saw in this country right. or this place or, or at home. Yeah, I you know, again, I think it really depends on where you go. Yeah, it's it, it all does. up to the individual yeah. one. So it's hard to label the whole, all of YOM under one uh, umbrella. Yeah, it is really tough. Um, uh, but Cape and Ray seems to be fairly consistent from site mm-hmm. to site. So the only thing I would have with both of them in general, I guess, is like to me, they're kind of a um, a catch all as far as like a purpose of a gap year. Mm. And so they don't really like, and they don't, neither of the programs hit, um, like hit hard in one area. They just kind of do a little bit of everything. So by that, I mean like, what, what would be your purpose of a gap year? Like, are you wanting to travel and see the world? Are you wanting to do biblical learning? Are you wanting to do some sort of serving? Um, but these programs don't do just one of those things. They do a little bit of them all. Um, you're not going to get a ton of traveling in if you go to a yeah. Cape and Ray. You might 
you know, you're going to go to the site and then you may do a little bit of local traveling on weekends. YWAM, you're going to go to your site and local traveling, and then you may do anywhere from one to five countries on the outreach. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're going to get a little bit of traveling. But as far as like bang for your buck traveling, if you just wanted to travel, you could do that on your own um, and travel. If you wanted to learn something biblical, you could do that again at a better bang for your buck. Or, or But if, if you know what, if you just want to leave home for a year or half a year, and be in a Christian community and a camp like community and um, do some biblical learning and some travel all wrapped into one. And yeah, these can be pretty good options for that too. So that's kind of where I see it is this like middle ground of a little bit of everything. Um, yeah. Which for me is never like, I, I'm always more of like, I don't want to, I would rather go hard in one area. So that's where like, it hasn't, it's right. interesting to me, but some right. people just kind of want to get a little bit of a taste of everything. Right. Yeah, and I've looked at that over the years too. Mm-hmm. Um, Cape and Ray and and YWAM are going to cost you probably about ten to thirteen thousand dollars. They're about yeah, they're uh, eight to ten thousand dollars US. Mm-hmm. So when you 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 flip that over at one point three one point four percent, you're you're looking at ten to ten to fifteen thousand um, dollars. For the same ten thousand dollars, you could um, put five thousand aside. Uh, you could do a an amazing European trip for probably 3,500 mm-hmm. or head to Asia for about, you know, and, and see multiple countries, uh, Asia, subcontinental, you know, like, um, you could do, you know, through Africa, yeah, through Europe or through, uh, central and <clears throat> South America, yeah, probably for three to $5,000 and right. see multiple countries right. in that same trip. Um, you could invest in, um, Oh, there's, there's lots of online courses if you want to learn spiritually. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then you could also still have five grand left over to get yourself a car for school or, um, you know, so you can get back and forth to a job when you come home. It, it yeah. depends what you want to do. Like, I think it's, it's really important that you figure out what your gap year, like what's going to give my gap year purpose. Yeah. So these are great programs. And they'll have that campy feel, which is kind of cool about them. Mm -hmm. Because you're going to be in a small group. You're going to be learning together, experiencing together. You're doing uh, service trips together. That's really amazing. And and there's nothing for that. I also think you're going to find, you know, what's your purpose? And that was kind of the original question. And for me, I think, you know, you should travel, you should learn, you should earn, or you should grow an experience. Right. And if, if you can hit all four of those in your gap year, great. If it takes you two years, if it's between high school and university, or if it's between, you know, graduating from college and starting a career where your gap year lines up could be at, at 18 to 20 or 22 to 24. It doesn't have to be one year. Mm. Um, but travel and work could be together. So, Julia and I, when we, f- we got married and I finished my degree, I got a working holiday visa and, uh, we got that, uh, there's a partnership between Canada and Japan where you could go and you could work and travel and stay in country for six months mm-hmm. and you could renew it once while you were there. So we spent a year in Japan, uh, teaching English, traveling, touristing, finding a house and apartment, settling down. Um, 
really crazy fun. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's something that shaped our lives. And it's one of those things we look back on. It was crazy when we were there and we look back on it as a, as a crazy experience that shaped a lot of who we are. Right. You can get that work and travel experience. Um, and, and an international experience like that. It feels like you're a missionary, but you're there, you're working and you're taking care of yourself and you're experiencing and touristing. And it's really amazing. You can do that. And it, and I think it cost us plane tickets and we had to have like two grand in the bank. Mm. So it's a lot less money, but gives you that same international feeling. Right. Canada has those working holiday arrangements with a few different countries around the world. I think Australia, um, maybe with Ireland, I know with Japan and there's some other countries you could see that same experience. Uh, you want to learn. Do you want to learn? Is it like, Hey, before I go into university or maybe coming out of university, I need to reestablish my faith. Mm. I need to reestablish who I am. I've been indoctrinated for four years with engineering or math or the, or the world's way of thinking about social problems, uh, how they want to, to do these things. But in all of it, I've kind of lost my sense of identity. So what do I want to learn? I want to learn who I am or do I want to learn about my faith again? Right. Maybe a Cape and Ray is a better experience for that because you're going to be in a small setting, but there's other places that do that kind of thing. Maybe I take a one-year program at an Emmanuel Bible College or uh, a short-term program somewhere. Uh, Right. Maybe you want to serve. You want experiences. Serving with Samaritan's Purse, um, being an intern with World Vision for four months, mm-hmm. and actually going on the ground, boots on the ground in India, helping one of their learning centers mm. is what you want. So become an intern with World Vision, Samaritan's Purse, Compassion International, work with children's ministries. Um, that's going to give you way more purpose. Right. And it might even pay for you to do that experience. Yeah. Um, I guess that's actually one thing we should maybe clarify about when we talk about YOM is we were specifically talking about their, their DTS, their discipleship yeah. training school. I think that's what it's called. For sure. Cause they also have what they are like technically the, um, governing body of what's called mercy ships, right? Yeah. So they have ships, uh, and, and Cape and Ray has a ship Oh yeah, that does a tour. I think, okay. uh, Sylvia did that a couple years ago. Yeah where she spent six weeks on a boat. So those, those things are pretty cool. But they also um, have, yeah, the mercy ships. Yeah, yeah I know YM has those, has a couple of their programs and mm-hmm. stuff, which I don't know a ton about. I'm, mercy ships right. is amazing. I know that. Um, so the, I guess just want to clarify the criticisms yes. we were having is more towards the DTS. than It's really short term. The yeah. cost. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, a lady who runs a camp in Toronto mm-hmm. was a missionary with YWAM for, 10 years, I think right. down in, um, in Brazil, I believe that's where she was. Okay. And so she went back, she had a great experience and went back as a full-time missionary just right. to serve the people in that community. Um, so yeah, it happens a lot. Mm-hmm. If you want to do a missions experience, there's so many different ways to do a missions experience. Yeah. Operation mobilization OM has a ton of short-term mission experiences. Like some of them are like, Hey, you want to hike in Spain? We need people that just want to hike across, you know, there's a, a famous trail that goes across Spain. They're like, Hey, if you want to do that, come with us 
take your four weeks to hike across Spain. Yeah. Uh, we'll spend four days in Paris training you how to be a missionary as you hike. Not to hand out tracks, but how do you have generosity towards strangers that you meet? And how do you mm. love on the people that are hiking beside you? And how do you um, share Christ as you walk with somebody for a couple miles and then they go to their little town and sightsee and you keep hiking? Um, so different, eh? <laughs> yeah, they have... Um, they have like a Himalayan uh, experience. They have an Alps experience. You want to go hike in the mountains. Yeah. Um, here, we'll train you before you head off to do your exploring, uh, how to share the gospel in a country that's closed to Jesus, like, like yeah. Nepal or Tibet. Um, so you don't end up arrested, <laughs> but you're there as a Christ follower doing an adventure in that country. Right. Uh, they do all sorts of stuff with refugees that land in different areas and working with missionaries already on the ground. And you go for, and, and they have everything from like a three weeks to like um, a one year short term mission. And, or you could go back as a long-term missionary, but it's actual mission work. Right. And there's places across Canada that they're taking people. So OM is a huge one. Samaritan's purse. Yeah. I'm a great, I, great yeah, organization. Yeah. I don't know if I mentioned the world race. Um, that's like 11 countries in a year or something like 11 that. 11 countries or? in a year. Yeah. And so they've modified that. I think it's down to, uh, well, it's 11 months and I think it's like seven or eight countries. So oh, you okay. go in and you're actually there. You have a, a week to longer. quarantine and then four weeks on oh. the ground and then a week to quarantine in the next country and then Stupid four COVID, weeks on the ground. Huh? Yeah. It screws everything up. Yeah. But then... There's uh, also out of town, which I guess isn't happening right town, now, but right. was a program for a very long time. Maybe again out of Winnipeg. Yeah. So that's um, Canadian Mennonite University in Winnipeg. You'd go, you'd do two university type credits. Yeah, uh, you'd learn Spanish, and then you'd also learn like global missions or world missions yeah. stuff. So you get two university credits, and then you would spend, you know, six weeks in Winnipeg at the university, right. and then you would go to. Guatemala or Ecuador or South Africa, South Africa or someplace. Uh -huh. So you'd learn a university level language course and you'd get that credit. Which is cool. And so it's actually like, yeah, it's very stimulating for your brain. You're learning a world global missions university credit. And then you're going and doing boots on the ground somewhere. Uh -huh. um, so th there's so many options. Um, you're involved with Campus Crusade. Uh, power to change. So I think it's called crew now in some of our universities in Canada. Oh, really? Change it again. Yeah. Um, but P to P to C power to change, uh, YFC. These are places on your universities that are going to have short term missions. If you want to do missions trips, um, camps. So you want to have a purposeful thing, but you love the outdoors. Um, Madiba up in Bracebridge, Huntsville area. Huntsville, Huntsville oh, Gravenhurst. Yeah, I don't know. Somewhere up there. In the Muskokas. <laughs> in the Muskokas. Um, Madiba runs a, a 12 month or a 10 month program called Prasago. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's literally like learning Jesus and adventure lifestyle. And they do like a, a three week canoe out trip. And then you come back and you do some discipleship stuff and service on the campground while you prepare for your next trip. Hmm. And then they'll go mountain climbing in uh, Quebec or the U.S., you know, in New York State. And then they'll come back and they'll do some service at the camp. And then they're going to do 
um, some wilderness camping. Like yeah. if you love adventure camping and yeah. outdoors like that, there's a program that's it's one year. It's discipleship. It's learning about your faith. It's growing who you are in a small group doing adventures. Um, Pioneer Camp has a 10-month lead program. So instead of paying for one of these programs, they're going to pay you to work for Pioneer Camps for a year. Hmm, that's cool. And then once a week, you're doing a service thing in the community. And once a day, you're meeting as a small group to do like a Bible study and learning program. Right. And you're learning hospitality. You're learning the kitchen. You're learning maintenance. You're learning how to serve the camp. Your Havens has something similar to that. I don't know if they still do. Oh, they used to. Um, well, they have the one where you you like run the kids stuff all year long. So yeah, I guess it's Fair Havens with NBC because NBC did an internship. Oh, I don't. But know. But it's been suspended because of COVID. Okay. Well, but I'm, they had I'm talking pre-COVID here. Yeah. But yeah. And those are eighteen to twenty-five. Like you have to be eighteen to twenty-five to do these programs. Mm-hmm. So it's not like it's really focused on that like gap year, post grad or post high school. Post-secondary. Terry. Yeah. We're a camp. Do we have anything? We do. Um, Try not to toot my horn. But Timothy training, we do. And we did that really intentionally because it was local. Right. We wanted to do something local. It's it's $1,500, which really is room and board. Hmm. And a couple honorariums for some of the speakers. Um, And we wanted to do something where we could really focus on investing in who you are. Who am I in Christ and who am I? How have I been made and knit together? Um, I think for this year, we're going to try and do it for four weeks right? where they come and they stay over the weekends. So we've done it six weeks in the past. But go home on weekends. But go home on weekends. Leave on Friday night. Just like at camp where you leave it Friday night, come back Sunday night. COVID's screwing that up. So Yeah. So instead we're thinking four weeks, we'll live together. We'll do our laundry at camp. We'll be all together uh, and maybe in one of the houses or on, on camp and we'll... You're going to do everyone's laundry? Uh, no, but I'll Terry will do show them how to do, do your, program. I'll show you how to do your laundry. Terry will do it himself. And, um, <laughs> but we're, we're trying to adapt that this year. And the idea there was I wanted something local and affordable. Mm-hmm. So I can't afford $10,000 to go uh, for three or six months to somewhere else. But I could work. 10 months of the year and do one month at Timothy training. And it's only going to be $1,500. And, uh, and I'm going to get that experience and I'm going to learn and we're going to develop and we're going to do it locally with uh, mm. people. And it and fits then whether it's part of your gap year or it's after a, a uh, you know, your, your fifth semester in your fifth year, your last semester in your fifth year of unit of high school, we'll do it in the spring. And, uh, we serve the camp. We help get some of the things ready, but mostly yeah, it's just each other. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, so I guess the one thing, if we come back to the question about um, the beliefs or teaching of some of these programs and schools, uh, is it all, is there any sketchiness to any of it? Um, I, not that I know of directly. I mean, there's, like I said, maybe some of the YWAMs, it's hard to, um, they're, they're not necessarily held accountable to the same as a lot of the other programs. But at the end of the day, my thought is that um, whoever, whoever's running these things or whoever's teaching at these things are all just humans and normal people like us that um, are teaching and 
leading based on their experience and their personal bias, just as we do on this podcast. And so regardless of where you go or what you do or who you listen to, you should be using your own discernment um, to figure out if what they're saying matches with the Bible or matches um, with, uh, with what you believe and, and that kind of thing. So uh, I think that's important to remember because that's also something I see is people going to X program. I'm not going to pick on any single one. They just go to X thing and they just take everything that they learn or that's said to them the whole time um, as gold and as pure truth. And then they come home and then things start to not make sense. And they're, then they start questioning it finally. And it's a very confusing time sometimes. So um, regardless of where you go, remember that that uh, has to be part of the journey. Yeah. You need to be intentional in what you're doing. Um, if you're just doing this because your friend's going, uh, you're going you're gonna to come back confused. If you're doing this because this is what right. expected of you, uh, it's not going to, you may have a, a disappointing experience. Uh-huh. Uh, you may, it may not be what you're, you're anticipating, but everything's like that. We have summers at camp where we come expecting one thing and, and, and God has a different agenda and we can be really frustrated. Right. Um, but I think you're right. I think most of these places, like regardless of what, you know, the ones we've all suggested here, starting right off the top, have all got a fairly clear statement of faith yeah. that would line up. And they're non-denominational, uh, multi-denominational, mm-hmm. uh, interdenominational. <laughs> yeah, most of these statement of faith match ours. Yeah, right? or pretty, would come really close. close. Yeah. So you're looking at individual locations, maybe more charismatic than you're used to. Right. Or maybe more conservative than you're used to. Uh, yeah. They may be more liberal in their approach <laughs> to the scripture. Uh, other places will be like really dogmatic on one or two. Yeah you know, versus taken out of context. How do, how do you work with that? You have to remember that part of that may just be like a culture thing um, where you're going to a different country or a different culture. And that may be just woven into their um, culture culture, and that's part of what you have to get used to and take it for what it is. Yeah. If you're at a a DTS in Thailand, it's going to be very different than a DTS in LA. (laughs) Yeah, probably. The culture is going to be very different. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, that's really great. I think again, I would come back to those things. Like you want to make it uh, the most purposeful gap here you can. Figure out what your purpose is. Mm-hmm. It. Is it to travel? Then travel. Is it to earn? Well, then, then do that as you make money serving Christ. Yeah. Like God, I'm giving you my job for the next two years while I make money so I can go to university or study. Yeah. Um, and I give this to you with your purpose in mind. Um, is it to, to learn? Like, I want to take some time and just learn about who I am or learn about who Christ is before I get into deeper studies of, you know, engineering or computer science Mm or, uh, arts and, and music. Like I need more foundation or is, you know, all you do with your gap year, make sure you get some experience. Yeah. Live it, live it fully. Um, don't be so focused on earning money that you miss a trip with your family. Yeah. Or your friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't be so focused on making money that you don't do that thing you wanted to do. You know what I mean? What you just said. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I'm like, yeah. Yeah. I think and that's Don't be really, so focused on the money that the money is the only reason you're doing something. That that becomes like, your focus. Yeah. That that's, you're serving it. It's not serving you. Yeah. Yeah. I think the one thing I would add is that um, it's really easy for a gap year to just disappear. 
uh, if yeah. you don't really decide what you want to do. And I, I've had that happen where, you know, oh, I'll just work for now. I've seen it happen a plenty of times. I'll, I'll just work for now. And then they end up in that same job for 12 months. And then they don't mind it. So then they end up there for 24 months and 36 months. And soon enough, they're either starting school three years late or not at mm. all. Um, and sometimes that's okay. Sometimes they found their new, their new they found joy their niche. or their yeah. whatever. But yeah. Um, yeah, it's really easy for that year to just kind of poof, be gone. When I mean, you're working yeah. part-time or full-time and you don't mind it and you like the money. And maybe that was never what you wanted to do. But um, yeah, or maybe you just sat at home because it's COVID and things were difficult and all of a sudden the year's gone. So it's really, really easy to waste the year or for it to go by. Um, so try to plan ahead. Try to put things in place before that year gets there. Set your goals. Yes. Goal setting, Zach. Goal setting. Bam. Coming at you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think that's a really great point. And it doesn't have, like, if you get to the end of the first year and you're like, I didn't achieve my goals, then take a second year. No one's going to... Yeah. You know, you don't have to prove your age to get into university or college. <laughs> no. You don't have to uh, show them what you've, you know, created. If It's sure. it's for you. Like, set your goals. Yeah. Know what you're doing. Do it at your own pace. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so important. That's all I have for this topic. Anything yeah, it was else? good. Good? Um, no, I think that was pretty good. Hopefully we answered the original questions uh if you have any more questions please let us know if you disagree or super agree with something we said also let us know yeah if you're to hear from you if you're curious about some programs at camps out of province Mm -hmm. um send me a line (laughs) i don't know gosh that's not i don't think people say that no never oh send me a line uh i'm an old man give me a break anyways just let me on the on teaser web on the internet webby thingy thing with the, on the line, that's what's the, called the mail. That's the, that's the joke. Ah, sorry. Hit me up on the line. Hit me up on the line. Sorry. If you're curious about other programs at other uh, camps out of province, I know of some. Mm. If you're curious about some Bible schools out there, um, I know of some decent ones across Canada, the U.S. If you're interested, let's do something fun. What have okay. you been watching lately? Oh no. Uh, I got one. Ready? Okay. Me and Leah are going through the entire Marvel series. Oh, are you? From, we're doing it in chronological order. Yeah. Which, oh man, so much more enjoyable. Is it? I think it is. Oh, so did you start with like Marvel? Captain Marvel? No, because Captain America is the first movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, Imagine yeah. Imagine not knowing that. Yeah, no, no, you're right. No, <laughs> so it's Captain America, then it's Captain Marvel, then it's Iron Man 1, then it's Iron Man 2. Then it's Hulk, then it's Iron Man, th- no, Hulk, then it's Thor, then it's Avengers, then it's Iron Man 3. We're only on Hulk, so I, awesome. uh, I don't know past that, but that's the amount I've memorized so far. Oh, we started like the Star Wars cycle. three movies. Yeah, there it's is. It's insane. Yeah. And I thought, you know, I've seen them all at some point, but man, there's like this totally different underlying plot mm. that is essentially the last Avengers. That is like tied in from the very beginning. Like, right. There's like a second movie throughout all these movies that you're just not even aware that of. That you don't really understand when you're not watching them in the proper order. No. Well, get, that's their fault for releasing the wrong right. order. But you get these hints in the end credits. Yeah. Like, I find it much more enjoyable. I think Leah does too because they're not, they weren't typically her type of movies, but now there's like a better 
she she understands it all. So because it flows. Yeah, it actually flows. I know. And like, it's amazing. When they mention like random, they mention mention the tesseract. Like, what is that? Oh, we already knew from the very first movie what that was. Right. We learned. Yeah. We learned along with the characters. We're just expected to know. Anyway, that's my little blurb with that. No, that's I highly fantastic. Recommend it. Best way to watch it is Disney Plus. I know that most of you may not have that, but I would recommend dumping your Netflix for a month or two and getting Disney Plus because there's so much good stuff on there. And Netflix sucks these days, and it's way too much money. So yeah, and so we've so we're doing the that, Star Wars cycle. Yeah, which is also so sweet. we started that with Episode One, mm-hmm. Two, Three, and then Solo and Rogue One, and then A New Hope, mm-hmm. and we just watched Empress Strikes Back. Sorry, so where did you start? We started with Phantom Menace. Okay, so episode, you're doing like episode one chronological with little baby Annie. Yeah, so you're doing chronological. Yeah, so we're doing it chronologically. I have debated whether it'd be worth watching them chronologically or not. I'm finding what like I haven't watched those first three episodes mm. in a long time because yeah. they were they meh. were met. They were met. But going back and watching them, knowing how it ends, it's better. Ah, uh, so much better because okay. you see the little hints. Yeah. Of the. Uh, Emperor Darth Sidious, yeah, and his, you know, I think it'll just be tough to transition from like new era filmmaking to the old. But it's not so bad. No, no, it's not so bad. Well, you've got three generations, right? Because yeah, but even like episodes one, two, and three are a lot newer than then four, five, four six. five, six, right? But then you throw in Rogue One, and Rogue One really. Stayed true to episode four. It's a really good movie. It's That's probably the unbelievable. Um, and it just like, cause Rogue One and then what, two hours later, you've got episode four mm-hmm. from the end of Rogue One. Which is cool. And, and it just stayed so true. The CGI is really fun because yeah. some of those people in Rogue One are dead. Right. That were supposed to be alive in episode four. <laughs> Because yeah. it was filmed in 1977. Anyway, 1977. There's what? like 30 movies Man, you guys can watch. We just are just named, so. loving <laughs> it as a family. Um, if, you need, if you need to look up the order, just Google it. That's how I did it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think Disney Plus has an option to watch them in chronological. Really? Like, I think you can start here and it just is like it feeds across the screen the chronologically disney plus has which is really nice is at the end of the marvel movies there's always an after credit scene which actually is really important to watch i think yeah because it, it really up the next movie feeds into it oh like yeah two movies from then or whatever it feeds into something yeah and in disney plus there's a skip credits button as soon oh as yeah once the credits start rolling for like 10 seconds which is really nice oh neat it skips right to i it. didn't know that little feature nice Anyway, we've rambled about that for long enough. Yeah, so. no, I'm, that's what we're watching. It's really fantastic. <laughs> yeah. It's just, you know, nothing else we can do right now, but stay home. So figure might as well dive into the 23 movie series. Good so. for you. <laughs> we've rewatched Guardians of the Galaxy because we love that one. You should, have you done the whole thing chronologically? No, before? I haven't. No, After we have Star not. Wars, you should do it. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. But loving the Star Wars thing. Yeah. Oh man. I'm anyway. all geeking out again. All right. Enough, hey, enough nerd for the day. Yeah, there you go. Spend your gap year uh, watching no, don't do Star that. Wars don't and do Marvel that. movies. No. <laughs> and then for good measure, just throw in the Harry Potter Oh, Those are series. good ones too. Anyway, okay, we got to go. Before God we bless you guys. <laughs> we, <laughs> thanks. Thanks for the topic. And if you have others, just uh, let us know on Discord or send us an email or a text. And, yeah. Uh, 
and we'll talk to you soon. Okay. Have a great week. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.